0: This week brings in a planetary invitation to pivot, to enter a new era. Yes, to write a new story. And guess what? Spoiler alert, you are the author. Okay, we're going to talk about that and more and what it means for you and some big, big astrology of the upcoming week. But first, I got to check in. How the hell are you? How are we doing? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro-inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I'm Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant, your high-vibe hype woman just checking in, we're through, we're in the last week of Gemini Saison. Gemini season brings in in the chaos for us to fuel it into some sort of clarity, connection, communication, or creativity. And just want to say, if this Gemini season threw you a curveball, you are not alone. No, not at all. How are we all doing? I uh, oh, just, I'm so proud of so many of you, so many of my mentees, my clients, my friends, everyone's just like showing up. I feel like collectively, obviously we've all been going through a deep change, transition, but I think, I don't know if it's the North Node about to move into Aries next month, but I feel like everyone is making some big changes right now, like having to look at something, some old belief, some pattern, some way of being, and being like, fuck this shit. It is just annoying to have this thought, to live this way. So I guess I'm going to change. And maybe you've been on the path for a while, but there seems like there's been like a another moment, right? Another, another key milestone in this journey. So if that's you, you're not alone. Keep going. Also shout out to everyone who's, you know, living their life, but also like being in their truth and Showing up in like different ways. I want to, before we even get in the podcast, shout out to my little cousin Aslan James, just won an award this week Rising Star Award. She is a carpenter in her theater crew, and I could not be more proud of her. And that is being on the Pacey Sun, Taurus Moon, just artistic, but building shit, getting shit done. I cried at her Newsies show this winter, and it was cathartic, and it was beautiful. And I just love watching people in their gifts, especially the people I love. It's like my sport, my hobby. (laughs) What do you do for fun? I just watch people in their glorious, magnificent glow-ups, cheer from the sidelines, like one of those soccer varsity chairs. And so speaking of, you know, magnificent milestones and gorgeous goddess glow-ups. Um, Let's let's chat about Virgo announcements. Let's see how we're doing. So the Virgo announcements. Okay, Ways to Work with Me for the summer, Astro Accelerator is closed, but you can sign up for the wait list to get on the next one we'll be doing it in four months. And um, just sign up for the wait list because I might also be doing a little celestial sprint in the fall for anyone looking to launch a podcast specifically. I think it'd be really fun to spend some time together to figure out your strategy, to streamline how to start a podcast, but really to customize it for yourself based on your birth chart. The birth chart is a map. It will tell you everything you need to know about how to find your voice, your values, how to build your brand, how to show up in um, marketing that's not icky, how to connect with your community. And it's so fun for me to explore, investigate, and implement that with y'all. So if you're interested in general, Astro Accelerator, waitlist for next round, signed up or sign up. And if you're interested, like, tell me like all caps, like I'm here for the podcast, baby. Other ways to work with me, waitlist is open for Cosmic Zone mentorship. So I said I'll open one spot, I'm actually gonna open two. And the deal is with this one spot is going to be for someone who is entrepreneurial, creative, wants help in bringing an offer out to the world in some way or fine tuning a current offering they have. And the other spot. Is someone who just wants help in going through some sort of major pivot, growth cycle, transformation moment. And I'm saying this because sometimes people reach out to me and they're like, "Oh, I don't have a business. Can I still work with you?" I am clearly not the most like um, explicit marketer. I don't have like a ton of information on my website, so I do want to clear up that I work with a lot of people who aren't necessarily like owning their own business, but they are showing up in some sort of leadership capacity in their current work. In their home and family life, or just in how they want to live their life on their own terms. And I say, working with me, I'll be your high vibe, hype woman, your cheerleader. Um, but of course, there's a ton of intuitive and strategic guidance that comes through. And I like to say that, you know, I like helping people go from the comfort zone to the cosmic zone and really learn about not needing like permission from anyone. Having your own planetary permission slip is what we get to understand through our birth chart. So, Interested in any of that? The link is in the show notes. Link is in my bio at I am Maddie Murphy. And then, of course, here at Cosmic Rx, we have the Cosmic Summer School launched. So, if you're interested in just getting some back to basics with your birth chart essentials, we have free episodes dropping every Monday. We just dropped um, Decoding Your Sun sign this week. And then we'll have the Moon sign coming up because they go together, honey, PB and J life. Moon and Sun, Sun and Moon. And, um, so curious, you know, how you feel about that. If you're liking them, those episodes will be up all summer through early fall for free. Send it to a friend, take some notes, school's in session, baby. And then we have our baddie bundle winner. So this is so fun. I'm going to be going live a little bit more on Instagram this summer because I really got into it in like 2020. I was showing up, I think like every day at some point, oh my goodness, that was lockdown life. But besides that, I would do it very often. And it was just such a fun way to connect with all of you. You know, we have had to do some pivots, some contraction to expansion moments here. So I haven't really had the time and bandwidth. And I got hopped on this week. It was so fun. Um, we chatted on Tuesday morning. So keep your eye out. I think Tuesday mornings is a good morning for me to do that. And the why I'm bringing this up is because the comments go by so fast on Instagram live. But I did see someone who was like, "I just won three free months. Like, I want to win another for three free months." And I love that. And so, yeah, if you actually left a review on iTunes and you won already, you can leave a review on Spotify and DM it to us with your Instagram handle, and we can obviously it's DM'd, so that's inherent there with the handle. And you can win another three free months. We're not like a, a one-time-only kind of prize place here. Or you could gift it to a friend. So just put it out there. I love that hype. This week's winner of the three free months to our Cosmic RX premium community, where we get to gather live twice a month and have a whole moon guide of every single astrological date you need to know for the month, including horoscopes, rituals, tarot card spreads, is Zodiac Zilla 12 underscore. Um, I love that Zodiac Zilla name. I'm like, are you? is this your musical? Like this should be a musical alter ego, I think. And let's see, they say, ooh, headline, my spiritual dessert. Mm, Love that. Every week after I fully executed my Virgo sun at work, crossed all T's and dotted all the I's, I get to fully indulge my Aquarius moon with this delicious, spiritually nutritious treat. I've been here for two years and I'm completely dialed in. Thank you for giving us these valuable tools every Friday. I use them as often as a spoon and fork assay. I love that. Oh my God, how beautiful. I love you all are so creative and such word witches. So Zodiac Zilic, slide on into the DM so we can get you that coupon code. And we so appreciate all of you who just hype this podcast up, who share it with friends, who leave ratings reviews. We're really out here. We're out here. The numbers are deep. So, I'm going to talk about in planetary planning. We have like three sort of bigger astrological moments happening, and they each have a theme. They each have an RX. They each have an invitation for you at home. Um, That's going to be Saturn going retrograde. That's going to be the new moon in Gemini. And that's going to be the summer solstice. That's going to be the sun moving into Cancer. Of all of those, the new moon in Gemini to me is sort of like, "Mm, this is like, yes, like she is like of the main act a little bit because I love a new moon moment. Those are all important to me, but I am going to be talking about what we can do to harness these energies, right? To ride these cosmic waves to just help us on our journey of becoming more of our true selves, to expanding, to healing, to manifesting. Before I do that, we have to talk about if astrology isn't real. Now listen, honey, this is the part of the show, if you're new here, where I like to look back, what the heck is going on out there, <laughs> what's going on in the pop culture arena, um, you know, in on the world stage, what's going on in Mother Nature, and how is it reflecting through the cosmos, just to help us get better context on it, understand it. This week, I'm going to do a little different, I'm going to be reading a little bit of the birth chart of someone that I really want to highlight and shout out for this moment in time we're in. Yeah, we're going to be doing a little bit of the astrology for, drumroll please, Marsha P. Johnson. Hello. We all owe so much to Marsha P. Johnson. If you don't know who that is, uh, Marsha P. Johnson's LGBTQ, um, specifically like trans activist, uh really true liberator, true, honestly, like I think the beginning of the pride movement, Um, we owe to a few people and and Marsha P. Johnson is one of them. Um, And I'm going to be reading her chart in a moment, not just because, hello, she's a Virgo sun, Pisces moon, but also because I just want to shout out for Pride Month, you know, as someone who is in always uh, an aspiring and ever wanting to learn more in the ally space. Pride Month is complicated for um, everyone. And it's like so easy, I think, for companies to want to put out a rainbow product or honestly, even if you're a small business, it's so tempting, I think, to want to do that. Even if you are, you know, like me, like a straight person owning a business, it's like, oh, I want to get involved and and create a product and and sell it for a profit and donate that profit to part of it to an organization that supports LGBTQIA plus people. But um, here's the thing. I think one of the best things we can do, and this is only what I've learned from extremely wise and generous people who are in this space as teachers, leaders, facilitators, authors, etc., is like one, remembering that pride is a riot. Pride started off not as some happy moment to be in full expression in our you're having parades or having companies jump on to the rainbow capitalism of it all. And two, that like it's a time to remember like we're in a really scary time in our country where our friends and family and folks in the LGBTQ plus community, especially in the trans community, feel really unsafe. And that like our job, I'm gonna cry, our job is to protect them and our job is to be like, I think great, there's like a meme going around. respect my trans homies, or I'm going to identify as a fucking problem. Like, that's the energy that I like to bring into Pride Month. Um, and then I guess the second thing that I just want to say is, if you are a well-meaning aspiring ally, um, I think one of the better things we can do rather than buy a rainbow product from a big corporation, or again, even a small business that's not owned by someone in you know the queer space, the LGBTQ plus space, is to find a, a company that actually is owned by a queer person, um, someone in the LGBTQ plus community, and support them, okay? Because that's what it's about. And so, you know, we're listening, we're learning always, but we're also, um, we're mobilizing. And, and I want to learn from Marsha P. Johnson. I want to just shout her out, her beautiful chart. So again, if You don't know who she is. Please look her up. Like I said, Black trans activists who played such a major role in in this liberation movement. And when I say this liberation movement, yes, I'm talking about for the LGBTQ plus people, community, but more than that, right? Like we don't change anything in our society without especially like the Black trans femme activists who are like enough is enough. And every step forward that we take, for a marginalized people, people with marginalized identities, it really benefits all of us, right? Like, none of us are free until all of us are free. And we owe so many movements to, like, these people who started in these moments. And I'm talking about Marshall P today, but there's a lot of them. So, you know, this was in the 70s. Like, it's scary being, you know, trans person now, but then... Anything trans, anything cross-dressed or anything drag queen, you could be arrested, institutionalized, you'd be treated as mentally ill, um, depraved, something you're doing is illegal. And so Marsha P. Johnson was said to, allegedly, have been one of the first people to throw or throw the first brick in the Stonewall riots right here, right around the corner from me in Greenwich Village, NYC. And there was an LGBTQ plus friendly part still there, the Stonewall Inn in New York City. And there was a riot between cops and people gathering there in 1969 that really sparked the gay rights movement. I think factually, no one really knows who threw the first brick, but she was there on the front lines, okay? For the story, for the mythology, we're going to say that. So she was a drag queen, local popular um, like icon in the NYC gay scene and art scene. Um, I'm like, ugh, what a, again, hard time to be alive, but also there's a certain fabulous romanticized element of this. that I'm like, wow. Imagine to be there and to be a witness of her. Uh, She had a comedy drag queen troupe, Hot Peaches. Hello. She's born and raised Jersey girl. And she's a founding member of the Gay Liberation Front. And truly, she co-founded the radical activist group that was called STAR. I believe it stood for Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, which obviously now we don't use that word transvestite. But at the time, That's it, star. And that was with another icon of the moment Sylvia Rivera founded that alongside her. So let's talk about her chart. Let's talk about what we can learn about it, especially now, especially this moment in time we are in. So she was born August 24th, 1945, in Elizabeth, New Jersey. We don't have an exact birth time, but we know she is a Virgo with a Pisces moon. So she was born under a full moon. People, any of you born with a full moon energy, you are here to um, probably integrate some shadows. You are here to clear some things from probably your family line, people around you. And you're here to really be in in some sort of manifestation, some kind of full expression of full integration of all sides of you. And I love any of our Pisces moon out here. We're very idealistic. We are spiritually led. We are dreamers. But that Virgo sun action is like, let's get to it. Okay, let's do it to it right now. Like we got to dream, but we got to do And there's an organization there and there is obviously the Virgo wants to bring all of that energy to earth, all that Pisces energy, right? As above, so below, let's, let's bring heaven to earth energy. So we love that for her. And then um, some things, you know, thinking about, we're going into this Leo summer and she has her Mercury and her Pluto in Leo. And that is definitely where we have Leo, Mercury and Leo. We have Leo in our chart. So we have to be ourselves. We have to be individual. We have to let our light shine through. We have to let our authentic self and our truth come out. We have to stand tall in it and that really regal lioness, lion posture. Um, and Pluto is where we're here to buck shit up. Um, so <laughs> love that especially Leo is about the, you know, the, the identity, the self, the self-expression, um, and again, leadership, but like real heart, heart-centered leadership. So for all of us, there is such an invitation to understand what that means for us this summer. And then the last things that I'll point up is Venus and Saturn in Cancer for Marcia. If you have Venus in Cancer, if you have Saturn in Cancer, there is an energy of like wanting to protect and nourish what you love and like, um, you might create family, like wherever you go, you might, you're very loyal. There is like that mama bear energy, like do not F with it. I mean, it's in cancer. It's like your values. It's so, everything comes from the heart. It's so emotional. And there is this, I always, I always think about that cancer energy, like that shell, that protective energy. But I think about that archetype of the great mother coming through. Um, and I think that is so beautiful. And again, like, <sighs> Just like a true mother knows, like it's not just about me and my kids, but I want all kids, I want all children to feel safe, right? To feel liberated, to feel happy and free. And that is like, you know, Venus, her values, what lights her up. And of course, being artistic and loving to dress up and like, it's obviously this high femme in the Peaches comedy troupe and the drag queen life is very like Leo meets Venus and Cancer too to me. Saturn and Cancer, why don't you bring that into your work in the world? And uh, the last thing Mars and Gemini. I love this placement. It is someone who is charismatic, who is a great speaker, teacher, motivated by connection, by words, by wanting to get ideas out there, connect with others, talk, speak, um, make great like stand-up comedians and motivational speakers. And there's something about Gemini energy and that's why I always think it's interesting that Pride Month is like Gemini into cancer. Cancer is like protect what we love, take care of each other. And Gemini energy is like Let's say fun it's it's but it's it's curious it's let's challenge old ideas let's have that trickster energy i talked about last week and there's also gemini i always think about and this is not my original thought this goes out to jeff hinshaw of cosmic cousins but like gemini is the original like sign of like fluidity and like non-binary energy i mean gemini is too but like the twins the castor and pollux of it all it's like there's sort of this like, fluidity. And I remember as we went to the North Node Gemini in May 2020, Jeff Hinshaw was like, something about like gender being a construct and like Gemini has always known that. Remember we did this like fun Instagram live about it. And so I always think about Gemini and Aquarian energy in our charts, where I think we all hold some fluidity, um, Aquarian energy, Uranus energy in our charts, we all hold some sort of queer energy. Meaning like there's just something nonconformist about us. And so I'm saying this because however you express, identify in your lived experience with your gender, with your sexuality, there's just an invitation for us all to own more of ourselves, more of our authentic selves, to not hide, to not split off parts of ourselves, to not perform, to not feel like we have to fake it. This is our one true life, baby. Like let's fucking go. And also, If we hold a certain amount of like norm core, like myself, like presenting privilege, it's really up to us to like be having these conversations, to be saying these things, because it's not like, I'm always talking about be your authentic self, be your authentic self. I have to, you know, be really honest that it's not safe for everyone listening to this podcast to be their authentic self where they live in their environment. And that's a sad, but very hard, real truth of this time. So It's up to us to make the world a safer, more inclusive place. It starts with us. There's no heroes coming. There's no grownups coming to save us. All right. We are the ones we've been waiting for. And that is my TED Talk. Thank you very much. And the other, I'm not going to get too much into it, but just pinning for yourself to look up. I talked about last week, Saturn and Pisces X, Pluto and Aquarius. Feels like everything going on with the orcas, the orca revolution. We are still here for it go check out Slow Factory. My mentee, Heather, sent me a post from them this week. They are also talking about how collective liberation is interspecies. Um, it means all of us, all people, all living beings across the world, across generations have to get involved right here, right now, and <laughs> drown some yachts. Um, and there's a new term for it. It's called organizing. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to leave you on for the astrology isn't real. Let's shift into talking about the moon, talking about the Great Mother. Let's talk about what our Great Cosmic Mama has in store for us this week. And this is how you can begin to understand how to work with the moon in terms of she changes signs every two and a half days. And thus, our inner emotional landscape also changes. And by understanding that, we can better navigate life. We can understand and reflect and listen to our emotional selves we can take better care, have better tenderness, better self-acceptance of where we're at. So let's start this off on Friday, June 16th. We got that moon in Gemini, baby, and we're leading into, um, we got the new moon exact early, 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 early morning on the 18th, um, late at night on the 17th for some of you on the West Coast. So we have this Gemini moon weekend with the Gemini sun. So this double Gemini energy. What is it? Everything is like, we're doing things twice. First of all, I'm going to warn you under Gemini energy, you might have to repeat something twice. You might have to do something you already did, or you might have two plans booked at once. There's a double energy. And if you don't believe me, look at, uh, you know, good old 45, Donald J. Trump, Um, everything, his birthday energy, Gemini, he is twice impeached, twice indicted, twice arrested. Okay. I, so I had a request a few weeks ago to it's not talk about politics on here, and I just, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. It's just the world we're living in. So my Gemini energy is just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> but seriously, doing things twice is the energy under the Gemini moon weekend, and it is you're going to be connecting. I want you to get out there. I want you to think about what we're talking about for the new moon, like rewriting a story, we're going to be talking about like shift into a new era, perhaps like what is this era of yours called? Don't be afraid to shift into a new era. It's fun. It's life giving. It's liberating. And way so we can talk things out with people. It'd be social or just if something's been on your mind, grab the journal, go to a coffee shop, get the busy monkey mind thoughts out of your head onto paper. Mm-hmm. Also be aware over the weekend, are we ready for it? Okay, because it's a summer weekend, it's fun, it's double Gemini and there might be some mystical meet-cutes, all right? We might be running into strangers, we might be having our own little like early aughts, early 2000 meet-cute moment, like are we J-Lo, are we Kate Hudson, are we Katherine Heigl? We don't know, but I just want you to be aware of that. And then emotionally, energetically, yeah, the anxiety might be high. Is anybody here had who's super high, anxiety lately well yeah that's because gemini season the mind goes wild and we have saturn and pisces is really like this is our first gemini season saturn and pisces and saturn and pisces is like brings a little anxiety into the mix there so i want to ask you only you know what has helped you in the past when you go through these anxious moments is it getting into your body is there some somatic healing you can do is it journaling is it talking it out with a friend is it putting the phone down the screen down is it like connecting to an animal, to nature. Only you know what's the best thing for you, but I'm just gonna encourage you to do it and then do it to it, baby. And then we have early, early in the morning on Sunday into Monday, into Tuesday evening, Cancer Moon, baby. Let's bring it on in for a hug. Let's just mm, wrap ourselves up in a Cancerian, crab, mystical moonbeam embrace. Cancer Moon Days are for taking care of yourself, or taking care of your home therefore slowing down, taking a bubble bath, therefore checking in with like, woo, what am I actually feeling? And just, I'm gonna invite in non-judgmental, non-attachment energy to anything you feel on a Cancer Moon Day. Just let it it ride, let it flow, let it go, okay? We're not gonna overanalyze, we're not gonna overattach, we're not gonna pathologize every emotion we have, but I do want you to like get something good in your belly to eat. I want you to tend to your spaces there's like some clutter or weird vibes, take a few minutes. is doesn't have to be a full Marie Kondo sitch, but just make some space. Okay. Then we're going to go into Tuesday and that's like summer solstice energy. Um Moon and Leo in the evening and the moon and Leo goes through the 21st into all day, the 22nd. So, so fun. Um, at this point, the sun will be in cancer. We'll have this Leo moon energy what are we doing with that Leo moon energy? Look, what was I just saying about like Marsha P? It's like Leo moons, we got to do you, baby. We got to be yourself. We got to live loud, live proud. What does that mean for you, right? We have the moon's going to be in Leo. The sun's going to be there. Or sorry, not the sun. <coughs> I lied. Fake news. Um, <laughs> Mars is going to be there. Venus is going to be there. And like we are feeling that motivation to show off maybe like, yeah, our lion's mane, like let your hair real big, go share your art, make art, make love, get dressed up. These are things that are going to feel good for you. Also, Leo days are always great to come into like something for the inner child. Maybe make a date one of those days, like a lunch date, an afternoon date. Like what's something your inner child either loved to do or wanted to do more of, but didn't have access to the resources. Let's make that a priority. It's going to feel good. And then we're going to look out for the Cancer Sun, Leo Moon. If we're feeling a little needy, if we need a little attention, if we need a little affection, we're just going to ask for it. We're going to, first and foremost, be our own, you know, lover, be our own attention giver, be our own nurturer, be our own whatever we need. But then, like, if we need it, we can just ask. We can be like, hey, I need a little love. Anybody out there love me? Let me know. Instead of like sometimes when we have that feeling, we can get really in like the dramatic kind of space, we can get passive aggressive, we can like be stirring shit up for attention. We're going to avoid that because we've been down that road. It's sticky. It's messy. All right. So let's talk about planetary planning. So we got a little sneak peek, a little appetizer into some of the things that we're going to be talking about. But I want you to think about like three major themes for this week there will be a boundary that you're going to have to rethink, a boundary that maybe you've already set, but it may be time to like, mm, tighten it up. There is going to be a chance to rewrite a story, a big, big chance to rewrite a story. And there also is going to be a way, an invitation, an opportunity to really be in your light, to celebrate your light, to celebrate The journey that you've come through up into this point, especially in 2023, and to really look back and to be like, I'm really doing the thing. And how can I honor that I am this like mystical, magical being who is radiating, emanating light in this human body. So let's talk about first the boundaries. I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it cute. We have Saturn is moving, is stationing retrograde on June 17th. So Saturn's been in Pisces since March and we're learning a lot about the Pisces part of our chart about learning about new boundaries, structures, responsibility we have to take, how we can be our own authority, how we can be our own zaddy, how we can really be the one that we need right to lean on and we talked about Saturn is not the punisher. Saturn is a teacher. Saturn is a trellis helping us bloom and grow and with Saturn retrograde it might be like where's the trellis need to be Recalibrated, where does it need to be patched up? Like, where have things got maybe a little floppy, a little sloppy? So, I'm going to encourage all of you to just pay attention. And guess what's the best way to tell if we need to tighten up a boundary? Yeah, triggers. I'm talking about our triggers. I'm talking about like we are giving too much of ourselves. If you're feeling those old friendly feelings of like resentment or annoyance or just like whatever. It is probably a sign that it's time for you to reestablish a boundary. Okay, and then that brings us into then we have the Gemini new moon coming right on the heels of that June 18th, 1237 a.m. The wee mornings here in the East Coast, morning hours. And Gemini new moon energy is always going to be right the sun and moon are kissing in Gemini. So a few things are going to come up, themes, relationship healing, Absolutely. Clear communications, clarity, integration, things around sacred partnership, embracing duality, getting downloads, and saying what you need to say, right? I said what I said. And general New Moon also might bring new energy, new enthusiasm. So there is a, a new cycle starting, as you know, we say here, this is like kicking off a time to plant seeds for the next six months. And so I'm going to encourage you to be curious to see where Gemini energy is like new, new Gemini energy is that new, new, it wants you not only to be a new moon, but Gemini energy loves new subjects, new mental activities, new people, new opportunities, new books, new courses. So I want you to like pay attention to the pull. I imagine a lot of you are going to be feeling this invitation and I want you to embrace this. I want you to embrace versatility. I want you to embrace variety. I want you to embrace this new energy as something that really may lead and crack wide open for you a new level of personal growth, of expanded horizons. And I just think this Gemini energy is always so important. But for now, Time Our Society, it's like get curious, right? Talk to other people, listen to other people's stories. And so some tips I'm gonna give you to really like utilize this energy and work with it in the best way possible for your highest hottest self to align with them is first of all I really want you to just stay flexible adaptable curious open okay I want you to be the palm tree not the oak tree I want you to bend and sway and just stay curious to it all and just observation sacred witness of it all instead of being like that oak tree that just snaps upon the first wind and I also want you to think about How can I really embrace and embody and model really clear, high integrity communication? Like, how can I be open and honest? Not being like, just saying whatever the fuck's on my mind. That's a different story because sometimes that's not really compassionate. But how can I really try to express myself clearly? And how can I also be a better listener? That's part of being a good communicator. How can I practice active listening, mirroring back what I'm hearing from people, allowing them to speak, allow myself to digest things before I feel the need to respond. This is going to be really big, okay? This is like a huge energy for all of us under this new moon. And then kind of leading into that curiosity, into that communication, bringing that together, I want you to think about like, is there a new chapter? Is there a new story that wants to be written? Is there a new era you're entering? and there's something about Gemini energy that really asks us all to pivot, to think of something new. Again, the Gemini North Node in May of 2020 was one of our biggest pivots as a society on so many levels, but I know on the personal, on the micro level, it was a moment when a lot of you were like, I don't know if this is really how I want to spend my one true life, at this job, or in this relationship, or this like stale and dusty mindset, so I'm saying that because now with the Gemini New Moon, we might be feeling, again, another call, another understanding of what that means for us and and how we can work with that. And I just, I want you to embrace the pivot. Don't be scared of it. It feels good. I think if more people pivoted, we'd live in a better world. I think people get, get a little miserable. We make a choice when we're, what, like, I don't know, 18, 25, and then we think we have to, like, stick with it forever. No, that's stale, that's stagnant. Again, C, dusty. So as we begin to rewrite our story, you know, a great way to think about this is just like writing down thoughts on your beliefs. And if you need prompts, you can think about like areas of life, family, you know, including community values. You can think about behavior. You can think about money, career, relationships as some categories. And you can really think about like, what's your first thought? on each belief money is da, da, da. a relationship needs to be being single means this being married means this having kids means this not having kids means this being successful means this and just jot down what comes through your mind what just flows through okay and then we're going to think about like that's everything also your physical body um your activities like really like thinking about like your wheel of life and then I want you to think about like, what are the beliefs that you want to rewrite about that? And some of them, you might even write things down and be like, that's just not true. Categorically false. I'm sorry. Like, but now I know I didn't realize I was carried around that belief. Some beliefs might need you to take a little bit more tinkering to them, have a little bit more time with them, pull them apart, pull the threads apart. And maybe some of those beliefs are actually good. You're like, I feel great about them. I've worked on them. I've done the work. Maddie, it's not my first rodeo, not my first Gemini New Moon. Maybe it's just time to like live in those beliefs, act out on them and your values a little bit more. How can you implement them into this new story? And I want you to think about this. And is there anything in your life that you're just done with? That you're done with like living in a certain story, living in a certain pattern, living in a certain identity that's not yours or that you've outgrown. Again, you have permission to pivot. Not from me. Who am I? I'm just some lady with a microphone. I'm talking about you have permission to pivot from the planets, it's Gemini new moon, baby, you have permission to pivot from your higher self, you have permission to pivot from your ancestors, from the angelic realm, and again, we have to stop looking around us for permission from outside people, outside forces, again, there's no one who's coming into your life, and just to be like, hey, I feel like you've been thinking about something for a while, I'm just going to tell you, um, you should probably leave this job, leave this relationship, you should probably, you know, sell your house travel abroad you should probably tell that person you're in love with them you should probably cut all your hair change your new style expression you should probably join a band whatever this thing is in the back of your mind maybe some of us have those very lucky people in our lives who see us but like even that they, they can't really like grant you know it's not like granting someone a visa to enter a country or hey you have this paperwork now let's go do it it has to come from You. it has to be self-sourced it has to be a decision a yes so i'm just going to remind you all and of like this great quote i shared a few weeks ago i'm not worried about the next chapters when i personally know the author wow i love that and so think about what's your new era if you're in a shift and it feels impossible it feels scary this is the story medicine of gemini Go listen to someone's story. Um, I guarantee you, there is someone who has walked your path before. You are wholly unique. You are individual. You are magical. But our stories, our experiences, they're more universal than we think. So, if you're just going through something, a hard time, you feel lost, you feel confused, you feel scared or anxious about this change, listen, listen. You know, if you're struggling with money. Find a podcast. There's definitely someone who struggled with money before and found their way through. You know, there's just things that we're all going through, whether it's personal, whether it's around relationships, whether it's starting our lives over again, whether it's family planning, whether it's, again, financial life and health. It's like there is someone who has walked this path, and in hearing their story and how they made it through, It does something for us, in the very like just soul molecular level of us. It's like, oh, there's something else that's possible. Stories are so healing. Stories have such medicine. And so that kind of leads me to my next Gemini New Moon invitation. That it may be like time for you to share a story of yours. There may be someone who you need to talk to. You may need to do a, a a post or a TikTok or a YouTube or write a blog piece or an email. And maybe there's a story inside of you that's like, I am ready to share this. I'm ready to begin to to pen this. And so I invite you to do that because, just like we want to seek out stories that heal us, we also want to share stories that will help heal and guide and comfort and just I don't know, be there for someone else on their wild ride. And again, like I said, pay attention to mystical meet cutes. Okay, I feel like, again, the synchronicities might be popping off around the Gemini new moon time. And the thing I'll leave you on is like, Gemini energy asks us to explore so much and challenge so much and turn so much on its head. And a great way to do that is even just exploring like if we have resistance to certain words or ways of being, looking at the root of those words and maybe understanding, hmm, that's why I have so much resistance to that to that word to that idea because of what it's rooted in is something that's super problematic. Um, maybe came from something. that's like I don't I don't want to perpetuate that energy at all. And you know, a good example I had Tristan Katz on the podcast this week, who is a fellow member of my Kripalu like visionary council group, and they are a writer, educator, digital strategist. Um, Equity inclusion facilitator, and they really teach about, uh, stream marketing, from like a justice-focused lens. And we were talking about how just like the roots of the word marketing and branding are rooted in so much like systems of oppression, so much harm. And so we were talking about like ways to to break through that energy and ways to still have to like sit with this um, like the concept of branding and marketing. Like if you have a business, you can't like ignore that. But they offered a really great quote that I think is important for all of us as we maybe look at a word or a concept that feels so broken, that feels so like poisonous or old to us. And as we reimagine under this Gemini New Moon energy, it's like, is there a new way forward with that? Is there a new path forward? And they brought up a quote from Adrienne Marie Brown and says, I think it is healing behavior to look at something so broken and to see possibility and wholeness in it. Just meaning that there is like always something in our society, in our lives, that's going to feel broken, that's going to feel like, "Mm, I don't want to deal with that or touch that. We can breathe, right? Breathe new life into it. And this is like the last of the Gemini energy invitations, channeled messages coming through from the trickster themselves is like, all of this, all of this too, is like you're allowed to be multiple things at once. Gemini energy really teaches us you can be two things at once, you can be multiple things. Don't limit yourself. Don't think you have to have a uni identity. One thing about you, you are multidimensional, you are multi-passionate, you are multi-potentialite, you are a whole fucking multiverses of energy living within one being and so I don't want you to think you have to limit yourself to being one identity or being one thing. We carry multitudes within us, right? And same thing with our life path. We get to be multiple things. And also multiple things can exist at once. We can love someone. They can drive us crazy. We can be grateful for an opportunity, but it can be like draining us. It can be, I also invite you, like, I really think that that's such Gemini medicine is holding in this energy of multiple truths that can exist at once. So, that's where I'm going to leave you. Obviously, the note on the summer solstice. It's a time of the year, it's very magical. I love this time. I'm a Cancer rising, so it's like the beginning of my rebirth. Oof, I just went through all that 12th house energy in Gemini season, and I just invite you like the spiritual real like celebration of the summer solstice is like how we get to celebrate our light. How we get to honor again our inner radiance, our warmth, our authentic brilliance we have to share with the world. And I encourage you just to do something on this summer solstice that really helps you, again, celebrate your light. And I love rituals like this that are so connected um, to nature and to the cosmos because we connect into our ancestral line. We connect into those who came before us. And it's really this Day and obviously a lot of this, the, the you know, a lot of this comes from pagan roots. The energy we know about it, but everyone, so many cultures across time and space, from the Aztec to the Druids, celebrated this day. And it was like there was a shift in the year. Right after the solstice, the sun's power kind of starts to wane, and it's this opportunity on the summer solstice to really rejuvenate our spirit, to connect to ourselves. And it's the longest, lightest day of the year, right? And that's what like soul cyst comes from, the Latin sol-sun and sistre means standing still. So it's like we get to have this moment in time where thing, time is kind of standing still. And we get to sit in the power and the brightness and think about our inner radiance and our illumination. And like, again, this internal flame that we have, what ignites it, what fans it. How can we do more things that light that part of us on fucking fire, right? So I encourage you to to do something in deep celebration. We'll be sharing some ritual ideas, some ways I like to work with it. But this episode is already very long, so I'm just gonna leave it there for you. And also, I don't know if I even said this, but the summer solstice is officially on the 21st. We start to kind of move into it. The evening of the twentieth, but the twenty first is like the full day. But anytime even if you're busy, you're working all day, don't worry. You can celebrate it the twentieth, a little bit to the twenty second. Um, and even if like you are really busy, it might just be sitting on a bench for a second, sitting in your car, the windows open, and just turning your face, like to the sun, to the light, letting it charge you, letting it hold you. Rituals don't have to be overly complicated. It's just about that intentionality, that mindfulness, right? So that's where I'm going to leave you. Remember pride is a riot. Uh, key points here, TLDR, checking on those boundaries, permission to pivot and rewrite a story and honor your fucking light this week. Okay. So I'll see you next week until then wrapping you in love, wrapping you in stardust and sending you those blessings for big, fat, juicy checks and hot, fulfilling sex.